Welcome to City Stories, the podcast by Energy Cities. I'm Miriam Eisenman and I'm your host. This podcast is for those who want to learn how cities go about with the energy transition, how they take action with courage and creativity. I have interviewed two amazing women and I've talked with them about the right political triggers for renewables in Italy, about the place of women in the sector and I've even learned during our conversation what ethical energy means. My interviewees for this episode were Sara and Claudia. Sara Capuzzo is the president of Inostra, which is a major Italian renewables cooperative. And for a new energy community project, she has recently teamed up with Claudia Carani, who works as a senior expert in Modena for the Energy and Sustainable Development Agency. During the interview, Sara and Claudia described Modena's renewables targets and explained to me how the next energy community will contribute to all this. Get a good Italian coffee and enjoy listening. Italy is a country that many of us associate with uh, things like close social ties or a solidarity amongst neighbors, um, a strong attachment to traditions, but also to local values. This To me, it sounds like the perfect conditions for energy rooted in local communities. You're both working in, in the energy field and uh, trying to push for energy communities. Is Italy a, a fertile ground for this? Yes, I think uh, uh, I think as a, as a good background to support local communities, uh, energy communities uh, implementation. Uh, of course, the facilitation uh, is crucial because uh, uh, otherwise, I, I think uh, the city then are not able to um, to build this new kind of uh, organization and, uh, and manage it. So. Uh, but I think the background uh, is, uh, is 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 great, and maybe Sarah can uh, uh, say something more because she is a cooperative uh, itself. So <laughs> yes, we are working on the trying to help uh, local authorities and or, or entities to build uh, renewable energy communities. And I believe that this uh, COVID situation has increased the 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 meaning and the feelings of the important importance of a community. I think the, the, the field is more fertile and uh, it's easier to, to explain the community um, potential and uh, you can um, Use energy as a pretext to to build the, the to increase the interest around other topics as well mm -hmm. community for for the community for the local community. So it's uh, I think it's uh, the work on the territories is um, easier as a result of this situation this pandemic situation. Mm -hmm. And and you at Inostra, you work at national level, right? So I guess you uh, know quite well what is happening in the different regions in Italy. Do you see a difference between north and south? But I, I think differences um, between uh, uh, urban and rural areas, uh, more than north and south differences. Uh, I, I think that the solidarity initiatives and um, project as communities are more um, easier to are easier to build in a rural area more than urban or 
um, or in metropolis uh, mm -hmm. because it's uh, built around the, the the relationships between people and between uh, families with maybe a, a, a similar um, background where you can find um, uh, more difficulties to build a community um, background for the new, uh, an urban area. It's more mm -hmm. artificial, where, whereas in the rural areas or, or small villages is more natural, mm -hmm. I believe. And uh, often when we talk about renewable energies, we say uh, it's also much easier once you have set a target for it. Uh, in Modena, do you have, uh, in Modena or the surroundings, Claudia, do you have a target for um, installations of renewable energy or even for um, community energy? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, the city of Modena is a city of uh, 180,000 inhabitants. So it's a, it's a medium-sized city and uh, it's developing uh, its, strat its strategy for the, um, the climate strategy in the framework of the Covenant of Mayor. So it's a SECAP uh, plan and um, uh, the city included uh, a goal, a target for renewable energy uh, production. Actually, the, the, the total power installed of PV plants is about 33 megawatts. And, uh, but the, the, the city would like to double uh, this number at least. So by 2030, have uh, other 40, at least 40 megawatt uh, installed. And uh, um, among this, uh, have about 800 kilowatt of uh, PV plant installed in public buildings. So uh, the goal and the targets are very ambitious. And uh, of course, the energy community will support uh, the implementation of, uh, of the renewable uh, because I think is a uh, is really important uh, strategy to to achieve the, the target that the, uh, the city set. One of your most recent uh, photovoltaic installations is meant also to be opened to a new energy community. How do you go about this? How does does it work? I mean, it, it was a first idea because uh, the, the recent uh, legislation in Italy uh, foreseen the application of uh, the energy community incentives to the uh, PV plants installed after the 1st March 2020. And uh, we have three uh, PV plants installed by the city of Modena in public buildings this year, so they can be eligible for the energy community incentives. And we uh, are uh, uh, looking to uh, uh, realize a pilot project of energy community starting from uh, the, the already installed uh, plants. This can be easy because you don't have to realize the investment and you already have the, the PV plant. And, uh, and so uh, the city is um, uh, actually uh, discussing with the, the ESCO that installed the, the PV plant the possibility to Uh, um, to recognize the, the PV plant as a PV of, uh, uh, of the energy community. So uh, we're trying to facilitate this process and then we will discuss to, with Sarah the opportunity to, to realize uh, three pilot projects, uh, at least one, between one and three. And so, Sarah, does, does this mean that um, 
is is it essentially citizens from Modena which are in your cooperative who can participate in this energy community or will this be open to anybody in in Italy who's part of your cooperative considering the restriction of the law the actual law um, the um, members are supposed to be within the um, uh, transformation Um, cabin, what's the name, Claudia? Do you remember the name? Yeah, uh, the cabin. Uh. The cabin, transformation cabin is like a, a neighborhood area. Yeah, so I see. Mm -hmm. We have members of the cooperative living in that area, they might join the, the community. Otherwise, it's not possible. It might be possible maybe in the, in the future when the, the directive will be, will be transposed, maybe that the um, limits. Mm -hmm. um, might change, but at the moment they're quite narrow. Yeah. And and we know that um, actually the neighborhood scale that you were already mentioning is really one of the best uh, scales to start uh, renewable energy and, and community energy. Last year uh, you launched already a neighborhood community, right, called uh, Gecko? Gecko? What, what is that uh, project about? Yeah, we started with the idea to build an energy community at district level, uh, and uh, is uh, this district is uh, is in Bologna, and uh, is a district that is called Pilastro Roveri. We have uh, a very interesting district with uh, residential social area, uh, with uh, some fragility in the, in the social uh, families. And uh, um, we have also industrial area, commercial area, so it's a very interesting mix. And uh, we wanted to implement uh, a community, uh, energy community of citizens here, uh, according with the uh, directive. Uh, but actually in Italy it's not uh, possible because we have only the possibility to experiment um, renewable energy um, uh, renewable energy uh, communities. And uh, so we have this proximity that uh, the, in Italy has been defined, as, uh, as uh, Sarah said before, with the cabin. So only the consumers that uh, are uh, connected with the same cabin can be part of the same uh, energy community. So now we uh, are uh, implementing, uh, experimenting small energy communities in the district. We just started to develop the business plan and engaging uh, the potential members. And uh, uh, hopefully, next uh, at the beginning of the next, next year, we will start to develop the, the PV plants and the renewable energy plants, and uh, and realize the, the small energy communities. We hope that uh, after this first year of experimentation of the national legislation, the proximity uh, will be better defined. For example, as in France, is one kilometer far from the renewable plant. So we can enlarge our community a little bit and um, have uh, also different uh, the problem of the, the these small energy communities is that it is difficult to have a different electricity, electrical profiles. So uh, most of the time, uh, the, the peak of uh, demand of electricity is at the same time. For example, mm. in the condominium, the profile, the electric profile of the of the consumers are more or less the same. So it's not really easy to have an energy community when you have the same type of consumer. Uh, the mix of uh, final consumers is really important if you want to build a successful energy community. 
and uh, and so it's very hard now. Okay. <laughs> But that, that's a great ad advice already, uh, actually, uh, because I um, in the previous period I talked to Juan and Javier from uh, Pamplona, who are already uh, are also right now starting to to set up an energy community. One who's from the um, city administration and the other one from a cooperative. And they are currently looking at, at what is the right business model and what type of uh, yeah demand profiles do we need? Um, how can we do the tender for our roofs uh, and, and things like this? And they were actually, they, they, they knew that you were uh, already more experienced in the field and they, they put this question to you during the, the interview and they wanted to know from, from you, from both of you actually, uh, Javier said, what would you recommend to us as the first steps? He wanted to know how, how do we start an energy community in, in very concrete terms. And Juan asked, what is the most important things we have to consider or what has been the main mistakes you made until now and that we should avoid? What, what could you tell them, both of you? I would say uh, that the, the most important thing is to, to, to study and to analyze the context And as Claudia said, you need to know uh, the information, the more, the more information you can about the profile of the potential uh, members. Mm -hmm. And the ideal situation is uh, uh, a mix, as Claudia said, a mix between uh, SME and um, the domestic um, households and, uh, and maybe even the local authorities. If you have a mix, because for, for the Italian law, the more you uh, self-consume during the production, the, the more you have, uh, the, the bigger is the feed-in tariff you collect and, and the shorter is the payback time for, the, for your business. So um, it depends on the, um, the law, the local law. So they should study how uh, the um, directive will be transposed and then they can build a, um, a business plan that fits that um, opportunity. In Italy, you, you ha have to have the, the maximum self-consumption you can to, to make a very um, interesting uh, business for the members. And the other thing is to to look after the members. I expect that the big companies could stress the business business plan to uh, towards their interest more than the members. So it's important to to make sure that the members have the maximum benefit they can, because that's that is the European purpose, and that is what we have. To do locally as a cooperative we we are used to uh, look after the members and to um, protect their interests interesting and you claudia what would you say yeah for recommendation i i would like to recommend to have uh, the public on board because i think in this first uh, Uh, pilot project uh, have the political support of the local authorities is really important. So, if the local authority itself is uh, is uh, on board as a part of the energy community, I think is uh, is, is I think is really important because then uh, uh, the, um, the even the city then uh, uh, feel much more uh, supported uh, in in this pilot phase. 
and um, also uh, can support the in investors because uh, uh, the European Directive and also the national legislation say that uh, uh, the, the citizens are open to uh, enter, but also to get out from the energy community. So if you are an, have an investor that uh, uh, based the benefit, the profit, uh, and the, the payback period of the investment uh, on uh, on the consumption or the self-consumption of the community, but the citizen move out from the community, uh, then uh, they they have a big risk to don't have the, the, the payback of the investment investment. And the uh, I think having the the public authority in the energy community uh, can uh, can really. Uh, reduce the risk of the investors, and uh, so uh, I think it's very is a very good point to have them on board, and also I think uh, start with small project I think uh, is better because uh, the the complexity is really high of this uh, new mechanism and. Uh, I would recommend. I mean, we started from a district, but now we are, are uh, because of the of the national legislation, we uh, fragmented uh, our um, um, our community. But I think is a is a good is a good starting point because we can really manage better the also the engagement of the of the people and the potential members of the community. And uh, this part is really crucial to to have small pilots and you can really engage better the the people and the citizen, I think, is, uh, is really important. And the, the participation of the local authorities is important even to, um, to try to um, introduce initiatives uh, that support the um, uh, vulnerable consumers. Otherwise, it's difficult that they, you can yeah. have a, the, the opportunity to help them to join the, the community. Mm -hmm. If you have a local authority that, uh, for example, we are working on uh, a few renewable energy communities, communities and they are supported by the, the, the municipalities. Uh, the, the feasibility study is supported by them and they, they have this purpose. Among others, they have the purpose of um, fighting uh, the um, fuel poverty with these um, initiatives. Your cooperative, Sarah, is is covering actually uh, many different topics uh, in the area. So you produce renewable energy, you distribute it, and you give also energy advice. Um, I think also with the idea to work with um, fuel poor people and to improve their situation. Um, this year, you even started with collective consumption and production. One thing that triggered me when I looked at your website is that you talk about ethical energy. Uh, and I wanted to to know what what makes your energy ethical or what is unethical energy. Yeah, we we started just as a, a reseller, so we just started buying energy, renewable energy, and selling it to our uh, members. And uh, we we chose obviously the renewable energy, but we we since the beginning we thought that not all the all, all the renewable energy is uh, sustainable for example we don't like uh, the energy produced in uh, um, photovoltaic plants on uh, agricultural field for example that is not sustainable for us or is not sustainable uh, if you 
produce energy, uh, building a um, uh, wind farm. Um, I miss the word espropriando, come si dice? Ah, oddio. Ah, if you take away the ownership, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not uh, sustainable for, for, from a social point of view, for example. That's what the, we sell, we buy and sell renewable energy, but not all of it. So we restrain, restrict the, the field. And then we assess the profile of uh, the owners of this plant uh, from which we buy energy. So we assess if they have any um, relation with uh, with mafia for example mm -hmm. so we try to assess and to to make sure that the supply chain is ethical somehow as much as we can very interesting that's something new to me um claudia one of the political or big political priorities that you have in modena until 2024 is also uh, the retrofitting of buildings I mean, that's a priority, I think, in many uh, local authorities and uh, now with the renovation wave at EU level, um, it, it should hopefully get another boost. Will you tackle this through the cooperative model as, as well? Is there any community-led um, retrofitting project in your area? We are in a particular phase uh, uh, now because uh, uh, one of the measures that uh, the government uh, foreseen Uh, for the COVID response, the possibility to um, uh, deduct from the, the tax uh, the 110% of the energy retrofit of the houses, so it's called eco-bonus, 110%. And, uh, uh, and you can move, you can transfer your, your benefit, your tax benefit to the school that realize the investment. This means that uh, if you have, uh, uh, if you achieve uh, uh, some uh, um, some energy efficiency target in the retrofit, you have uh, the the total cost of the, the investment paid by the ESCO, and uh, this is uh, really important because uh, in the measures that can be deducted 110%, there are, there is also the PV plant, and uh, especially the storage. And also the um, the charging station for the electric mobility. So the the three, those three parts together really are important to build the energy community. Uh, you can deduct only 20 kilowatt, so not a, a very big part of the of the plant. But uh, this is uh, really important also to have the the, uh, the storage, and uh, uh, and uh, you cannot uh, receive the incentives for the energy community on the first 20 kilowatts that are already paid by the eco bonus, but you can then extend the power of the, the PV plant uh, up to 200 kilowatts. So uh, the payback period for the energy community will be about four or five years for the PV plant. Uh, combining both the incentives, and uh, you can really have a, a deep retrofit of the building with the uh, uh, energy production from renewables. Uh, in a, and this is really um, pushing the the retrofit market because uh, uh, actually the this uh, eco bonus 110% will uh, continue until the uh, this the December 2021, so only for one year. But uh, there is a possibility, I think, to extend it for another year or at least two years because uh, it took some, so many months uh, for the 
government to set up all the the measures and the, and they find the regulation uh, for this and uh, and so the the the, the retrofit just started now and it's impossible to realize uh, all, to 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 uh, respond to all the requests in one year but i think this will train uh, very many many local communities as well so uh, this the, the retrofit intervention will lead also the energy community i think so That sounds very promising. Let's hope that uh, it will go beyond the simple uh, retrofitting of buildings, but in include really the renewable part, which is really important. You are both uh, women working in the energy field and, and worldwide this remains still the least gender diverse sector. Um, does this change with the growing renewable energy and the, the community dimension? Do you see around yourself and in your professional life more women being engaged? Um, I, I noticed that when you go to uh, uh, meetings and, um, uh, and you attend to webinars where the um, topics are more technical, There are a lot of, of men, uh, very, a very few females, sometimes just none of them. Um, while, uh, whereas uh, if you work on communities, which is something that has a lot of social aspects, there are a lot of women interested and uh, not only in interested, but they can push forward the projects and they can uh, add some values that normally are not uh, um, felt or understood normally by men. So the social aspects of this uh, new opportunity I think will be led or will will have a lot um, important role for women. I believe. I don't And know. Claudia, what, what, what are your experience? Yeah. What are your uh, experiences or observations in the uh, in the field? Yes, I, I agree with Sarah. I think also on uh, the energy community uh, are related also on to the taking care of the community. And uh, I think women uh, are um, uh, much more uh, used to do it, and uh, uh, maybe are the person that uh, should uh, uh, take the, the role of uh, uh, to, to create the, the energy community and uh, motivate the community, uh, and uh, also try to convince people to implement uh, different behaviors and. Uh, Uh, and so I think uh, women can have a very good uh, uh, part in uh, in this new topic. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> Italy is uh, is not easy <laughs> for the women. <laughs> But we see a positive trend, which is already really really nice and and um, yeah promising too. Now for the very last question, both of you are uh, very much aware of the legal framework, both at the national and the EU level. Every country is now required by the EU to make sure the legal system supports community energy. I would like to end the interview with a, a big message from each of you to your national or the EU governments. Uh, who goes first? Uh, I go. <laughs> so yeah. I think uh, for me, what is really missed uh, still is uh, the, the uh, energy community of citizens that uh, uh, the um, the government promised to uh, implement by the end of the year. But I don't think that uh, we will have uh, the, the law by the end of the year. 
and um, and also uh, we're still missing uh, the the GSE uh, regulation that uh, uh, really say how to register the energy community and make them possible because uh, we have the incentive but still not possible to uh, register the energy communities on uh, on the GSE portal so we are waiting for the last piece of uh, um, what, what uh, I think is that, uh, yes, we have a, a national law for the energy communities uh, that uh, foresee this small uh, uh, pilot project, but uh, the, we are still far from the idea, initial idea of the, uh, of the European Commission. Uh, so I hope uh, that will be possible in Italy for every private uh, people to sell directly, to be part of the market, uh, uh, and not receive incentives because for me incentives means uh, um, to to drag the market uh, and uh, if you want if we want that uh, uh, this system work people need to be part of the energy market and be able to sell by themselves the electricity i rather would um, point out two things for for the transposition uh, one thing is um, about the role of DSOs in the in this new model because so far the DSOs are not collaborative and it's very difficult to have the information about the maps of this secondary cabin and uh, if i could suggest i would say that the formations should be compulsory what type of information do you mean the map, the map mm -hmm. of the of the area um, of the secondary cabin and of the um, POD connected to that cabin. Mm -hmm. If you ask for this information, as Claudia said, I don't know if it, Claudia has new experiences about it, but when you ask it for this information, it's very difficult to to have a reply, yeah. useful reply, and that means not being able to build the community. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, uh, the DSOs expect you to collect the members and the POD numbers and the um, authorization from the members to share this information and you send this and they tell you where, if they are in one cabin or in the others. But uh, it's not possible because uh, the first, first thing, you do the feasibility study and you assess the area and you then propose to the to the potential members you meet them and you explain the project and then you collect the the, the participations so in this moment this is one of the biggest issues uh, for the community if you don't have those information you cannot build and run um, effective and successful communities and uh, the second thing is that um, for, for the actual um, legislation, for example, uh, we are working in Bicari, which is a, a village, a small village in the south of Italy. And it's, uh, they have uh, 2,700 inhabitants and they have six cabins. And this means that you should build six uh, different cooperatives Communities. or mm -hmm. association which one running its own uh, community. And if you have to settle up um, um, an enterprise, even though it's an uh, associ uh, association, uh, then you have a lot of uh, costs 
Mm. To, to make this run and all the costs are uh, benefits that are denied to the members so the one of, of the thing is if I have a, a village I should be able to have one enterprise one cooperative or whatever that runs different communities if they have if they will still have those boundaries about the cabins or or maybe a one bigger bigger community but not a lot of bodies running lots of communities. These are two aspects that should be um, count, yeah. yeah. Taken into, into account. Okay, yeah, so, so reducing complexity, creating better transparency with data and also yeah, having a, a far more stable yeah, re regulatory market, that's what we hear uh, from many countries actually and Let's hope that next year, I think it's really a milestone year in, in terms of uh, national laws around renewables. Uh, let's hope that this uh, will, be, will be taken into account by the, by the decision makers. About um, the evolution of uh, um, renewable energy community and citizen energy community. Uh, in a lot of cases, I, I see that there are tentative to put them together. And uh, from our point of view, it's not a very good idea. It's not a good idea at all because mm -hmm. it, it means that they they are they are not a good local initiative. The rec renewable energy community are, won't be able to uh, to give those um, social, uh, economic, and environmental um, effects uh, that that they could have. And uh, the um, citizen energy community might not be effective from bigger and national wide um, scale. Scale, yeah. Sorry, it's difficult in English. I would much better. No, no, no problem. I, I, I understand you perfectly. Things, and they should still be treated as two different things. As different, okay. So effective in their uh, goals. Um, I, okay, thank you. I don't yeah, know thanks for if Claudia agrees or not because it's uh, there are a different uh, opinion about that mm -hmm. in Italy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the de definition needs to stay as it is, and uh, the different uh, status of communities shouldn't be shouldn't be mixed up. I, I I hear that this is really important to both of you. Thank you very much to both of you for this talk. I really appreciated learning more about Italy and energy communities in Italy. I wish you good luck with the one that you're just about to start. And um, yeah, I, I hope that you will give us some updates in the next months around this new collaboration. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Today's episode was brought to you by the EU project Empower. Empower explores how cities and citizens can manage the energy transition together in a fair, clean and democratic way. Participation can happen at various stages, from involving citizens, local NGOs or businesses in the policy design, to any stage of the energy value chain, for example, as shareholders or even prosumers. The Empower project gets funding from the European Horizon 2020 program. Go to the website municipalpower.org to learn more about Empower.
And don't forget to regularly check out Energy Cities website energy-cities.eu. We provide you with political updates and great stories around the energy transition in Europe. energy-cities.eu